Alright folks, I'm going to read this article from the Chris Hedges report from his website. Uh, an, art, an article he wrote, it's called The Pimps of War. The coterie of neocons and liber liberal interventionists who orchestrated two decades of military fiascos in the Middle East and who have never been held to account are now stoking a war with Russia. Uh, this was published April 10th, I guess, this year. Alright, um, The Pimps of War, Mr. Fish. The same cabal of warmongering pundits, foreign policy specialists, and government officials, year after year, debacle after debacle, smugly dodge responsibility for the military fiascos they orchestrate. They are protean, shifting adroitly with the political winds moving from the Republican Party to the Democratic Party and then back again mutating from cold warriors to neocons to liberal interventionists pseudo intellectuals they exude a cloying Ivy League snobbery as they sell perpetual perpetual fear perpetual war and a racist worldview where the lesser breeds of the earth only understand violence. Um, they are pimps of war, puppets of the Pentagon, a state within a state, and the defense contractors who lavishly fund their think tanks project for the na for the new Amer project for the new American century. American Enterprise Institute, Foreign Policy Initiative, Institute for the Study of War, Atlantic Council and Brookings Institution. Like some mutant strain of an antibiotic-resistant bacteria, they cannot be vanquished. It does not matter how wrong they are, how absurd their theories, how many times they lie or denigrate other cultures and societies, as uncivilized or how many murderous military interventions go bad they are immovable props the the parasitic mandarins of power that are vomited up in the dying days of any empire including ours leaping from one self-defeating catastrophe to the next I spent 20 years as a foreign correspondent reporting on the suffering, misery, and murderous rampages these shills for war engineered and funded. My first encounter with them was in Central America. Elliot Abrams, convicted of providing misleading testimony to Congress on the Iran-Contra affair, and later pardoned by President George H.W. Bush so he could return to government to sell us the Iraq War, and Robert Kagan, director of the State Department's Public Diplomacy Office for Latin America, were propagandists for the brutal military regimes in El Salvador and Guatemala, as well as the rapists and homicidal thugs that made up the rogue Contra forces fighting the Sandinista government in Nicaragua, while they illegally, which they illegally funded. Their job was to discredit our reporting. Basically, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, man. We're, we're living out... <laughs>
Okay. Shredder is fucking uh, hiring all these young thugs. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, Southern California, basically, that that's that's the storyline for Southern California. But you go look at what's happening in Los Angeles. It's like, yeah, this is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Alright. They and their coterie of fellow war lovers went on to push for the expansion of NATO in Central and Eastern Europe after the fall of the Berlin Wall, violating an agreement not to extend NATO beyond the borders of a unified Germany and recklessly antagonizing Russia. They were and are cheerleaders for the apartheid state of Israel, justifying its war crimes against Palestinians and myopically conflating Israel's interests with our own. They advocated for airstrikes in Serbia, calling for the U.S. to take out Slobodan Milosevic. Milosevic. They were the authors of the policy to invade Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, and Libya. Robert Kagan and William Crystal, with their typical cluelessness, wrote in April 2002 that the road that leads to real security and peace is the road that runs through Baghdad. Okay, so there's a video I did on um, Israel and monotheism. And yeah, it'll explain why <laughs> all this shit's going on in that area. Because Israel, the physical land of Israel on on the world on 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 the world map, is what connects Africa to the rest of the world. So monotheism and Israel and all these three Abrahamic religions uh, apparently say all their saviors are coming back right there and uh <laughs> this is what i'm saying we have grown adults this is 2022 still believing in story tales fairy tales story sunday school stories that are basically keeping <laughs> africa poor and europe which sits right up on top of africa is just sucking them dry it's 2022 and <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. Like, we need some adults because all we have are some Sunday school childrens fucking running around playing playing government, man, because this is not... These are not adults, man. Anyways, we saw how that worked out. That road led to the dissolution of Iraq, the destruction of its civilian infrastructure, including the obliteration of 18 to 20 electricity-generating plants, and nearly all the water pumping and sanitation systems during a 43-day period when 90,000 tons of bombs were rained down on the country, the rise of radical jihadist groups throughout the region and failed states. I mean, if you just look at the stuff America has done to these countries around the world, I'm just saying, if you don't believe in karma, you will see with your own eyes is what I'm saying. God said, <laughs> what was the verse? The uh, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Well, you'll see with your own eyes, man. Karma is a crazy fucking bitch, man. The war in Iraq, along with the humiliating defeat in Afghanistan, shredded the illusion of U.S. military and global hegemony. 
It also inflicted on Iraqis who had nothing to do with the attacks of 9-11, the widespread killing of civilians, the torture and sex sexual humiliation of Iraqi prisoners, and the ascendancy of Iran as the preeminent power in the region. They continue to call for a war with Iran, with Fred Kagan, stating that there is nothing we can do short of attacking to force Iran to give up its nuclear weapons. They pushed for the overthrow of, of President Nicolas Maduro after trying to do the same to Hugo Chavez in Venezuela. They have targeted Daniel Ortega, their old nemesis in Nicaragua. Yeah, and right now they're fucking begging on their knees for some oil. Man, this is what I'm saying. When, when are we going to learn? They embrace a purblind nationalism that prohibits them from seeing the world from any perspective other than their own. This is what I'm saying. This this whole tactic of putting the blinders on a, on a horse is not going to work anymore, man. You have to look at the whole big picture. You, it cannot be this limited, incestual, up-your-own-ass perspective anymore. You have to include the whole fucking world, motherfucker. If you can't include that perspective, you get your head checked. Not the rest of the world is going to go along with your insane storyline. You go rewrite your fucking story. You go take the blinders off. You go get your head checked. It's The world is done with the bullshit, man. They're done. Everybody is tired of the bullshit. Where the fuck are the adults? They know nothing about the machinery of war, its consequences, or its inevitable blowback. They know nothing about the peoples and cultures they target for violent regeneration. They believe in their divine right to impose their values on others by force. Fiasco after fiasco, now they are stoking a war with Russia. I'm just saying, this is Game of Thrones, that, that, that young king who who should have got his ass spanked that's what should have happened the nationalist is by definition an ignoramus yugoslav writer danilo kiss observed nationalism is the line of least resistance the easy way the nationalist is untroubled he knows or thinks he knows what his he knows or thinks he knows what his values are his that's to say national, that's to say the values of the nation he belongs to, ethical and political, he is not interested in others. They are no concern of his hell. It's other people, other nations, another tribe. They don't even need investigating. The nationalist sees other people in his own images as nationalists. It's not, it's, it's, this is about psychology, man. This is about psychology. What the the way it works is we project ourselves on other people. Okay, <laughs> this is this is about simple psychology. It's an it's a requirement for updating all of our psychology. How it works is we project all our bullshit on other people and then we go beat them up. <laughs> this is simple psychology. You are projecting your own bullshit on someone else and then going beating them up. 
because you don't like that side of yourself. This is psychology. Oh, they're like this, they're like that. Let's go bomb them. Let's go kill them. Let's go rape them. Let's go take everything from them. This is about psychology. How you treat others is just a reflection of what you are like in what you are going through on the inside. That's all. How you treat someone else is how you are treating yourself. How you judge someone else is it all it does is show what you think like. What what the, what your internal world, your mental psychology was going on, that's all you're showing. How you behave, how you act, how all this shit we are projecting from the inside, we're bringing out on the outside. That's why Jesus said, "You you fucking broods of vipers, you 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 basically useless teachers who will make sure you look all good and clean on the outside but on the inside you are rotting there's nothing there it's hollow it's empty <laughs> it's it's full of hot air because he understood how reality works it's a two-way process we project <laughs> ourselves on somebody else that's because we're mirrors okay and how someone reflected you back and you didn't like it. This is what I'm saying. You are fighting with your own damn self. Is this retarded? It's really this basic psychology. It's really retarded, man. This is how dumb they have dumbed us down. You project something you don't like about yourself on someone else. And then you go and say, hey, man. Hey, girl. Why are you like this? Why? It's like... What you need is to go polish your own mirror and get it real nice and clean and get some nice lights so you, so that you can see your fucking face clearly. <laughs> That's what you need to do. Be a better cleaner of your own mirror. Alright. The Biden administration is filled with these ignor ignoramuses. Ignoramuses. Ignoramuses, <laughs> including Joe Biden. Victoria Newland, the wife of Robert Kagan, serves as Biden's Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs. Anthony Blinken is Secretary of State. Jake Sullivan is National Security Advisor. They come from this cabal of moral and intellectual trolls that includes Kimberly Kagan, the wife of Fred Kagan, who founded the Institute for the study of war, William Crystal, Max Boot, John Potteretz. Man, this, um, Chris Hedges just loves. <laughs> he does not give a fuck. He will name every motherfucker. <laughs> John Potteretz, Gary Schmidt, Richard Pearl, Douglas Faith, David Frum, and others. I don't know any of these people. I'm just reading this article, man. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing against these people. There's nothing personal. I'm just reading his article. Many were once staunch Republicans or, like Newland, served in Republican and Democratic administrations. Newland was the principal deputy foreign policy advisor to Vice President Dick Cheney. 
They are united by the demand for larger and larger defense budgets and an ever-expanding military. Julian Benda called these these courtiers to power the self-made barbarians of the intelligentsia. They once railed against liberal weakness and appeasement, but they swiftly migrated to the Democratic Party rather than support Donald Trump, who showed no desire to start a conflict with Russia and who called the invasion of Iraq a big fat mistake. Yeah, fucking... Did you can you believe the shit the George W. Bush um Junior his fucking Freudian slip well when he was talking about Ukraine he he dropped the Iraq on it and then like <laughs> brushed it off like this this is what we're dealing with. This level of just <laughs> they're not even human. This is what we're dealing with. Like these people have lived in their ivory towers for so long, they're completely disconnected with reality. So what our job as the people is to do with these types of leaders is to bring them back down to reality and ground them. That is our job as the people. So let's say the leader is the, is the middle pillar in a tent, and we are all the pegs holding it down, holding the tent down. Without the pillar, we have no tent. But without the pegs, there is no pillar. So it goes both ways, man. So if these are the leaders supposedly we are electing and picking, <laughs> well, how long do you think this tent, this house is going to stand, my friends? How long do you think with leaders like this... This country is going to last. You tell me. You tell me, man. Besides, as they correctly pointed out, Hillary, Cl Hillary Clinton was a fellow neocon. And liberals wonder why nearly half the electorate who revile these arrogant, unelected power brokers, as they should, voted for Trump. These ideologues did not see the corpses in their victims. I did, including children. Every dead body I stood over in Guatemala, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Gaza, Iraq, Sudan, Yemen, or Kosovo, month after month, year after year, exposed their moral bankruptcy, their intellectual dishonesty, and their sick, sick bloodlust. The, <clears throat> the DSM every year starts to include more <laughs> mental health uh, um, problems, the symptoms. They include every year more and more <laughs> uh, diagnosis for a new type of mental health illness. And I'm just saying, if... <laughs> it's, this is what I'm saying. There's nothing new under the sun. All they have done is... So the DSM is just the book of demons. That's all. That book of demons. Every year, more demons sign their autograph in that book. Then they, then they call it mental health illness. There are all these cases of mothers killing their children. 
and then you know they call it mental health illness they have all this just the just the level of violence have, is going off the charts in this country and they're calling it mental health illness okay i agree fine i'm saying the mind is the way you get the soul okay you get the heart this is what i'm saying this is all that scene from Lord of the Rings, when Gandalf goes and exorcises that horse king. Okay? This whole country <laughs> has become possessed by God, not, not goodness. <laughs> it, it's not the Holy Spirit that's possessed this country. I don't know what's possessed this country. You tell me. By their fruits you shall know. You tell me, man, what seeds this country has been planting. You tell me, man, there's nothing new under the sun. All they have done is changed the labels, names, definitions, images, pictures for spirits. As whatever else. Whatever else <laughs> they can do so that they don't understand it's, it's the same old story of spiritual warfare there's a spirit world which we cannot see with our physical eyes but there are things you can take that that can help you see them with your inner eye but those things are illegal guess why there's a reason for everything okay they don't want you to know they don't want you to know they keep saying ignorance is bliss ignorance is bliss oh really is it bliss? Look around, man. Is, is it bliss? There's people who take crazy, high-potent drugs right now and pass out in their cars just to escape their reality. Their reality is they are homeless, almost jobless now. Nobody, no, no, nobody gives a fuck from their family. They got no friends. Their work doesn't care. So what do they do? They go find a parking lot somewhere in the dark, take some drugs, and pass the fuck out. And then they get go get found by the security guard or cops. Then they go get taken to the mental hospital for for a night. Yeah, they'll feed them, take care of them, make sure they don't die, and then boom, put back on the road. So this whole cycle continues. You tell me, my friend, what do you think, why do you think they're just keeping these people alive? You go look, go on YouTube and just look up these downtown drive, so these people just go around downtown and filming all these people just fucking high off of drugs, just, just go look at these videos and you tell me. There's a, there's a saying in Islam, I think, where it says, be kind to you know crazy people because their souls are with god yeah meaning they're gone they're gone something else is fucking embodying their fucking body dumbass even jesus said certain spirits you can cast out but then they go find 10 other stronger spirits come back and you know it's come back to the body and it's even harder now they're even stronger now uh taking over this body you tell me motherfucker there's nothing new under the sun all this shit that was 
label it whatever else. It's still the same old story, man. <laughs> there is nothing uh, new under... All they have done is educated our minds into some different fucking reality. That's all. While <laughs> in this same reality that's been going on for billions of years, nothing, nothing's changed, man. It's... Man, this, this is what I'm saying. Until, until you want to see the truth, you, until you want to see it yourself, you still be sleeping with the pigs, eating with the pigs. They did not serve in the military. Their children do not serve in the military. This is what I'm saying. You go to the you go and see how these people, our rulers, live and see they don't expose their children to none of this garbage they feed us. Hell no. Because <laughs> they know it's not good for you. But they, eagerly, but they eagerly ship young American men and women off to fight and die for their self-delusional dreams of empire and American hegemony. Or, as in Ukraine, they provide hundreds of millions of dollars, well, billions of dollars, in weaponry and logistical support to sustain long and bloody proxy wars. Yeah, Professor Michael Hudson, these are, these are the parasites, man. Historical time stopped for them with the end of World War II. The overthrow of democratically elected governments by the U.S. during the Cold War in Indonesia, Guatemala, the Congo, Iran, and Chile, where the CIA oversaw the assassination of the Commander-in-Chief of the Army, General Rene Schneider, and President Salvador Allende, the Bay of Pigs, the atrocities and war crimes that defined the wars in Vietnam, Cambodia, and Laos, even the disasters they manufactured in the Middle East have disappeared into the black hole of their collective historical amnesia. American global domination, they claim, is benign, a force for good, benevolent hegemony. The world, Charles Krauthammer insisted, welcomes our power. All enemies, from Saddam Hussein to Vladimir Putin, are the new Hitler. All U.S. interventions are a fight for freedom that make the world a safer place. I mean, just reading this, it, it makes it just sounds like a cult. America just sounds like a fucking cult. <laughs> like, really, man? All U.S. interventions are a fight for freedom that make the world a safer place. It sounds like a fucking cult. All refusals to bomb and occupy another country are in are a 1938 Munich moment, a pathetic retreat from confronting evil by the new Neville Chamber Chamberlain. We do have enemies abroad, but our most dangerous enemy is within. It's your own heart. Your once your own heart has turned to stone, that's it. You're done. You are done. Somebody, Thor with his hammer, needs to come and smash that heart to dust, so that you're, so that you realize what, <laughs> what you are. You're just that heartbeat that that heart holds. The heart, your heart is just holding God's heartbeat, the universe's heartbeat, whatever you want to call it. You're just a little package of it. That's all. 
The warmongers build a campaign against a country such as Iraq or Russia and then wait for a crisis. They call it the next Pearl Harbor to justify the unjustifiable. It's like the movie uh, For a Few More Dollars, A Fistful of Dollars. Uh, the Clint Eastwood, I think there's three movies. Basically, he's a lone gunslinger. He goes to these cities that that have problems with their neighbor cities. So apparently they hire him to go take out the neighboring city's leaders. What he does is <coughs> he goes and makes deals with both cities. And then both cities just end up fighting each other. And then he just takes the spoils and fucks off in the, to a different city. It's it's the rule of... it's the I forget what the term was. It's like as long as you can make the two big fuckers fight, you can just take their shit and fuck off. But even that strategy doesn't last that long because sooner, sooner or later, sooner or later, everybody gets caught. Okay. Um, where was I? Okay, in 1998, William Crystal and Robert Kagan, along with a dozen other prominent neoconservatives, conservatives, wrote an open letter to President Bill Clinton. Clinton denouncing his policy of containment of Iraq as a failure and demanding that he go to war to overthrow Saddam Hussein. <laughs> Alright, to continue the course of weakness and drift, they warned, was to put our interests and our future at risk. Huge majorities in Congress, Republican and Democrat, rushed to pass the Iraq Liberation Act. Few Democrats or Republicans dared be seen as soft on national security. The act stated that the United States government would work to remove the regime headed by Saddam Hussein and authorized $99 million towards that goal, some of it being used to fund Ahmed Chalabi's Iraqi National Congress that would become instrumental in disseminating the fabrications and lies used to justify the Iraq war during the administration of George W. Bush. The attacks of 9-11 gave the war party its opening, first with Afghanistan, then Iraq. Krathammer, Krothammer, who knows nothing about the Muslim world, wrote that the way to tame the Arab street is not with appeasement and sweet sensitivity, but, but with raw power and victory. You see what I'm saying? The psychology. They're projecting. All, they, all you... So just by reading this sentence, the way to tame the Arab street is not with appeasement and sweet sensitivity, but with raw power and victory. So just from that sentence, you can tell how this person views this country. From already, from already the sentence, you can tell that they are complete imperialists, complete snobbery. They don't even view these people as human. They, this person apparently thinks they're God, divine, with with raw power and victory. What does that mean? What does that mean? What goes around comes around, man. You will see <laughs> what goes around comes around. The elementary truth that seems to elude the experts again and again is that power is its own reward. 
Victory changes everything, psychologically above all. The psychology in the Middle East is now one of fear and deep respect for American power. You see, you see, this is, this is what their whole intention was. It's compensation. Because they have small dicks, this is what they need to do to feel powerful. This is, this is the psychology we are dealing with. Now is the time to use it. Removing Saddam Hussein from power crystal crowded, crowed, would transform the political landscape of the Middle East. This is like um, that scene from Game of Thrones when the little bastard king was uh, beating that prostitute with that wooden bat. Yeah, this is this is this is what they're this is what they're doing, man. <laughs> so I'm saying somebody out there make some movies already, some TV shows. Come on. Basically, hold the mirror up to these bullies. We need some international Quentin Tarantinos to make some movies that blend reality and history and rewrite it. Do it! It did, of course, but not in ways that benefited the U.S. They lust for apocalyptic global war. Fred Kagan, the brother, the brother of Robert, a military historian, wrote in 1999 that America must be able to fight Iraq and North Korea and also be able to fight genocide in the Balkans and elsewhere without compromising its ability to fight two major regional conflicts. And it must be able to contemplate war with China or Russia some considerable but not infinite time from now. It's the Royal Rumble, man. <laughs> They will fight everyone. They believe violence magically solves all disputes, even the Israeli-Palestinian morass. This is their psychology. So, like I'm saying, like I keep saying, how do we all... What's the, so what's the solution to a bully, people? What is the solution to a bully? <laughs> we, all, we all know this story. We've seen this story. We all know the story. We all know the answers. <sighs> they believe violence... Okay. In a bizarre interview immediately after 9-11, Donald Kagan, the Yale classicist and right-wing ideologue who was the father of Robert and Fred, called, along with his son Fred, for the deployment of U.S. troops in Gaza so we could take the war to these people. U.S. troops, this is what I'm saying, they'll just find any word to replace human. As long as it's not human, they're expendable. Money that they can print out of their fucking ass for actual human lives. And and we, we suck it up, we go right along, yes sir, yes ma'am. <laughs> we are puppets, man, we're the zombies, man. They're fucking trolling us. They have long demanded the stationing of NATO troops in Ukraine, with Robert Kagan saying that we need to not worry that the problem is our encirclement rather than Russian ambitions. His wife, Victoria Newland, was outed in a leaked phone conversation in 2014 with the U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, Jeffrey Pyatt, 
disparaging the EU and plotting to remove the lawfully elected President Viktor Yanukovych, who was close to Russia, and install compliant Ukrainian politicians in power, most of whom did eventually take power. This is like if you take Godfather 1, 2, and 3 and globalize it. <laughs> this is the story, man. Because all these, at the end of the day, all these corporations, companies, whatever you want to call, are basically all controlled by humans, by people, by individuals. Okay? That's how simple it is. It all comes down to hearts. And God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Why? Because he was going to smash it to pieces. Smash it to pieces. That's what God does. He puffs up that ego and then fucking just knock out. KO. <laughs> Pride comes before a fall. Pride comes before a fall. <laughs> I'm saying God is a volcano and she is coming, man. She is coming like you have never seen, man. Alright. Um... <laughs> Like we are ants on lily pads who have forgotten what God is, man. We have forgotten how big God is. We have forgotten. <laughs> and all we have done is place God in our little dickheads. For men, <laughs> that's how big we see God. We the tip of our dicks. That little dickhead is God to us. Ah <sighs> man. <laughs> we will learn, man. We are nothing but monkeys. We will learn. We will learn. They lobbied for U.S. troops to be sent to Syria to assist moderate rebels seeking to overthrow Bashar al-Assad. Instead, the intervention spawned the caliphate. The U.S. ended up bombing the very forces they had harmed, becoming Assad's de facto air force. The Russian invasion of Ukraine, like the attacks of 9-11, is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, these motherfuckers say, we have Putin's playbook. <laughs> Come on, man. Jesus Christ, man. Oh, yeah, we have Putin's playbook. <laughs> How the fuck do you have Putin's playbook? <laughs> and then they hold these uh, uh, war scenarios. If America went to war with China, this is what they would do. This is what I say, man. When will we learn? When the fuck will we learn, man? Putin, like everyone else they target, only understands force. We can, they assure us, militarily bend Russia to our will. Yeah, America is the fucking little bastard king in Game of Thrones who thinks he, because of divine power, <laughs> will can do all this shit and get away with it. And the rest of us dummies... The rest of us dumb monkeys go along with this circus. Why? Because we got nothing better to do. <laughs> oh, man. It is true that acting firmly in 2008 or 2014 would have meant risking conflict, Robert Kagan wrote in the latest issue of Foreign Affairs of Ukraine, lamenting our refusal to military confront to militarily confront Russia earlier. But Washington, but Washington is risking conflict now. Russia's ambitions have created an inherently dangerous situation. 
It is better for the United States to risk confrontation with belligerent powers when they are in the early stages of ambition and expansion, not after they have already consolidated substantial gains. So this is the only area in which America is preventative. <laughs> they want to prevent other countries from, from what? Progressing. This is the only area where America thinks plans preventively. Everything else for their own country, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. All your bridges could be collapsing. They don't give a fuck. Oh my goodness. Russia. <laughs> Russia may possess a fearful nuclear arsenal. But the risk of Moscow using it is not higher now than it would have been in 2008 or 2014. If the West had intervened then. Oh, we missed our chance. <laughs> Why? Because we were busy milking these dummies. And it has always been extraordinarily small. Putin was never going to obtain his objectives by destroying himself and his country along with much of the rest of the world. In short, don't worry about going to war with Russia. Putin won't use the bomb. I do not know if these people are stupid or cynical or both. This is what I'm saying. Like I say, keep saying. I don't know if they are planning this or if nobody has any idea and I don't know which one is worse. They are lavishly funded by the war industry. They are never dropped from the networks for their repeated idiocy. Because, you know, money. They just care about money, man. They rotate in and out of power, parked in places like the Council on Foreign Relations or the Brookings Institution before being called back into government. My only question is, like, if they print us the Monopoly money... It's like what, like, what do they care about then? It's like, why even go through all this bullshit to tell us that we have democracy and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, write a letter to your, to your congressperson. Write a letter to your senator. It's like, <laughs> Mike, I guess it's, as long as you keep the playing your part in the show, they'll believe it. It's like. My goodness, man, like, they are as welcome in the Obama or Biden White House as the Bush White House. The Cold War for them never ended. The world remains binary, us and them, good and evil. They are never held accountable. When one military intervention goes up in flames, they are ready to promote the next. These Dr. Strangeloves, if we don't stop them will terminate life as we know it on the planet. They're a bunch of Scrooges who are just have become King Solomon in the book of in the book of Ecclesiastes. Meaningless, meaningless. Everything is meaningless. Yeah, because you have become fucking Citizen Kane in his ivory fortress fucking the dude who would make the food in in Snowpiercer they keep them in isolation you become a fucking prisoner of your own mind you have become possessed like the king in Lord of the Rings what we need is some Gandalfs with with some staffs that work if you catch my drift 
We need. <laughs> we we need some men who still have some spines to stand up. Like 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 the same old fucking old cliche quote. It's not that you know there's evil blah blah blah. It's that good men stop doing it. Good men stop standing. It's the same old bullshit. There's nothing new under the sun. As long as these motherfuckers can get away with it, they will. They keep getting away with it because we keep letting them. It's like the scene from Fight Club. We <laughs> we guard you while you sleep. Do not fuck with us. But we have forgotten our lines. We have forgotten our lines. We have forgotten who we are. We have forgotten what we are capable of. We have for because as long as you educate them to be dumb, <laughs> they will be dumb. As long as we have fucking janitors with PhD degrees, man. <laughs> Look it up. There are more janitors out there with PhD degrees. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, uh, you tell me, man. I'm trying to be a mirror. <laughs> I'm holding it up to everyone who wants to look, who wants to take a look at themselves. <laughs> And you tell me, does the story they are selling versus what you are seeing and experience, it doesn't match up. This is what I'm saying. That they will all promise the same stuff. And then apparently we vote for them, <laughs> and then it's back to the same bullshit. So I'm saying, why do we even go through this whole thing of why? It's like, why even go through this whole thing if it's all bullshit? That's why I keep saying we're in Sunday school. We're we're playing. We're we're in Sunday school. We're still in Sunday school, and we're acting out <laughs> those Sunday school dramas or plays. That's that's the level of psychology they're keeping us at. That's the that's the level. <laughs> that's the mental psychological level we're at. <laughs> This is why they can still get away with all kinds of bullshit because there are no adults to say otherwise. There are no adults. There are no adults. There's no adults, man. Where are the adults? Show me a fucking adult, man. <laughs> What adult? I've never seen an adult in my fucking life. <laughs> I've never seen a fucking adult in my fucking life, man. The pimps of war. Because they pimping the shit out of us. Peace, peace, peace.